Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. The story of author-illustrator Gwyn Perkins is not exactly typical. Gwyn worked as an animator in advertising for most of his life. It wasn't until he moved to a small island north of Sydney that he penned his first ever book, A Walk in the Bush. And then that book, the first book, took out the top prize for picture book of the year from the Children's Book Council of Australia this year. And Gwyn joins me now in the studio. Hi, Gwyn. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Thank you for travelling from your island into the city to see us. That's right. The buses helped. <laughs> well, firstly, huge congratulations. Um, were you a bit stunned? This is your first picture book and you've already won one of the most prestigious prizes. Yeah. Um, stunned is a good word. Um, I did a drawing of thanks when I was notified and it was this wobbly drawing that couldn't believe it, you know, it looked like it couldn't believe its ears, you know. So, <laughs> yes, I'm very stunned. And it was, this book is um, inspired from where you live. Yes. You were just mentioning that, that it's got a lot of beautiful bushland, lots of animals. Mm-hmm. Um, did you draw directly from what was around you? Um, not I can't physically sit in front of something and draw them, but I can I can sort of get an idea of things and draw it afterwards. I, I, and because I work in a scribbly sort of a uh, funny sort of a style, if if I make it look funny, it, I get away with it. You get it stays there. <laughs> well, I mean, you say that's your style. I mean, you worked for many years as uh, in advertising as an animator. Mm-hmm. Was your work then um, very prescribed? Were you told how to draw? And is this more? I don't know, coming from the heart? How does it work? Um, well, in the animation business, it divides up into many areas. And, and one of the places that I started off with was they do the work for where the market can pay for it because it's fairly expensive to do. And, and a lot of the work was going over to America. <clears throat> and um, so at at one stage, I was working in the studio, with, which began in, a, I was one of the first people to be employed by Hanna-Barbera when it opened in Australia. But I wasn't one that could draw the same thing twice, which is a real liability for, an, <laughs> for an animator. But I could work in my own scribbly style, and so I ended up doing um, the little offbeat stuff, the commercials and stuff. So that's where I went, and then I ran my own studio, which was even more scribbly and more offbeat, and so that's what I did. And could stick with your own style. Yeah. Um, children's books, what made you move across to do this? Well, I ran out of work in the animation business when computers came and uh, other reasons. Basically, I got a bit selective with what I wanted to do and and I maintained that when you work as a freelancer, you never really know if you're unemployed. Nobody brings you up and tells you if you, <laughs> you have to work that out for yourself. And, and um, <clears throat> I used to do lots of drawings. My, I travelled a bit and I'd draw, I used to document what I was doing, where I was going, and they were all sort of based on, goodness gracious, look where I am now. And um, bit by bit, the drawings got better and and until I had a sort of a, a bit of a portfolio of strange little scrap, scribbly drawings. And I was um, urged by a, an illustrator friend of mine that I knew in animation called Janine Dawson, who works, she's an illustrator in children's books too, and she um, got me to join a a group of people called the ASA, the Australian Society of Authors, who have a website where uh, illustrators 
might meet authors in sort of so they could do work together. And so I joined the ASA and I illustrated over a couple of years uh, five books. But it wasn't until the ASA ran a competition amongst their illustrators for concepts of books from illustrators' points of view. And um, I was awarded uh, an Arts Council grant, which was very encouraging, and um, I made a, a book. Of, and the brief was, do what you like. And I, it was pretty <laughs> terrifying. Seems a bit broad. <laughs> it was pretty terrifying. Yeah. A year or so before, my grandchildren had, were visiting from up north over Christmas and four or five days or so, and the, the young boy who was four at the time uh, Zash, his name is, and all he wanted to do was play with our cat, and um, the cat, all all the cat wanted to do was hide from him. <laughs> so um, at the end of his holiday, I drew everything that he'd done. You know, there was a bit of adventure here and there, and drew it as if the cat had done it. And he thought that was really, really funny, and he was wanted to read over and over and over again. And so I thought, great, I can do jokes for four-year-olds. So that's... <laughs> and then when I came to do the book, he was eight, and the little his sister Sabine, who the book this book is dedicated to, she was four. And so when I drew the book, I imagined I was talking to Sabine. And how has she found the book? She she's over the moon. She when she first got the book, she told me on the phone that she told me she was really looking forward to be able to read it all by herself. And <laughs> <laughs> And now, of course, you can. Oh, that's brilliant. What an amazing gift to give your grandchildren, though. Yeah, and and there's there's a second book out, too, which is just about to hit the shelves, and that's dedicated to back to uh, Suzash. So they've both got a book each. I was going to say, you can't do one without the other. No, no, no. And does it follow a similar sort of story, the second book? Yes, it, it, it looks the same. Graphically, it looks the same. And uh, different colours, so and it sounds the same. In, in, in like a walk in the bush, um, the second one's a day at the show, and the third one's a trip to the coast. Wow! So they all look, they, they just fit together, you know. So I've been able to develop the characters a bit. It sounds like um, where you live on Scotland Island is a, is a very beautiful place. Is the outdoors a, a big part of? when you create something like this. I know you've, you've done it for your grandchildren and, and that experience, but are you a man who likes to be out in nature? Very much so, yeah. Um, uh, I've always sort of um, like taking the long way home and um, getting a bit old to go bush walking, so it's more of a stroll these days. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I still love being out, you know, doing stuff. I have a good time, you know. And get out there in nature, which is is beautifully presented in yeah. A Walk in the Bush. Gwyn, thank you so much for coming in and congratulations on this prize. Thank you very much. That was author, illustrator and picture book of the year winner Gwyn Perkins. To find out where you can get a copy of Gwyn's award-winning picture book, A Walk in the Bush, just head to our website kindling.com.au and search for Perkins. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.